Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Kentucky Dad Pod. Big Blue Drew here. Sorry I had to pause there. I like the uh, the rack of ribs line in the Dad Pod anthem. And again, if you're new to the Dad Podcast and never listened to the uh, the Dad Anthem, check that out. Just Google or um, YouTube Dad Anthem um, because uh, one, one of the slickest dads in there is wearing a UK shirt, which I always find interesting. Um, whenever I'm doing this so excited to be back on last week we, um, we had we had a great guest on we talked to him so so far I guess this season we've had on Nick Roush just came on um, let's see we had Dick Gabriel on we had some awesome guests and then uh, today we're going to be joined by Adam Luckett from KSR you know he does the 11 personnel podcast so anybody that follows Kentucky football I'm sure knows Adam Luckett um, but maybe we can peel back the layers of uh, um, from the gridiron and get to know him a little better because I, I actually don't know you that well on a personal level Adam so Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you giving the dad pod some time. Drew, thanks for having me on, man. It's a pleasure. It's a long list. You've got a long list of uh, Kentucky media celebrities there, so I'm glad I can I can get it get into the circle here at the dad pod. Yeah, and I was laughing too. I keep keep making that joke, but it's like, yeah, you're not busy this time of year at all. So I, I basically I have you almost at game week now. So we're at Friday. Um, you know, next week we'll be firmly in game week, which is crazy how fast this kind of came up. So we'll definitely have to pick your brain a little bit on football. We got to do that. But we'll hit all um, we'll try to hit as many of the dad pod things as we can as well. But um, first, Adam, why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit? Just I know you're a fairly new father, right? Just a little bit about, you know, your family and kind of your role with KSR and how that kind of intertwines together. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been working uh, for KSR. I started right before the 2018 season started. Um, started part-time, worked part-time a few years, and got on full-time last year, um, kind of in the middle of the football offseason. So I, I think around March, April is when I started. So about, what's that, 15 months now, I've been full-time with KSR, but really been kind of one of the, the football guys there, I guess you would say. Yeah, I think um, most would say that. Yeah. And then so my wife, Taylor, and I have been together – Started dating in 2015, um, got married June 2018, um, and just had our baby boy, Baker, um, last month in July. He's coming up on a two-month here in a couple weeks. So it's um, been a crazy time here for us, um, pretty excited. Um, and then the uh, the old football and raising a baby double dip is going to be an interesting challenge here um, over the next few months, but it's something we're both excited to tackle. So I didn't realize it were that it was that new. So you you just have the one son, and he was born really recent. Mm-hmm. Born July uh, July ninth. Wow. Okay, I did not realize that soon. Wow. So our kids, mine was our twins were July twenty fifth. So they're they're kicking, screaming in there somewhere. But all that that's going pretty well. So good for you, man. Yeah, it is. It is going to be a challenge then for you because uh you know those uh those late night you know games that you like checking out or just sitting in front of it can be very hard, I guess, to um to execute what I'm sure you like to execute when you're watching a game. Um, as, as far as not getting pulled away and stuff, but where there's will, there's a way. So I'm sure you'll find, find a uh, time to do both, but definitely going to be a big change for sure. 
yeah, it's it's always the the yin and yang, right? Uh, make sure you know you making time for both. You know, you want to do your job the best you can, but you know, family's number one, and you gotta put them first. So, um, but but the busy season is the busy season, right? I mean, football season is it's working. You know, almost seven days a week, and I'm trying to stay up to date on everything going on. And it's calling the sport now. It's a full time job, Drew. Um, yeah. It's not just. You know, in season is busy, but there's all kinds of stuff now with the transfer portal. Recruiting's yes. crazy. Um, you get do the coaching carousel stuff, which is can be can be crazy if your team's involved that you're covering. So, um, it's it's definitely not a nine to five job. I will say that it's definitely a little different there. But there does there is windows of opportunity to do some other other stuff that maybe most people that are stuck in a cubicle farm don't get to do so sure and there's and there's different ways that you can do this too and that's something that actually had like um down my little bullet pointed list here was just um what a hard worker you are like i know that you know people that do this and write for the various blogs and websites and stuff and there's amount of like you know really effort that you can put into that right i mean it's kind of like mm-hmm. especially when you get started you know you're just kind of working independently see if you like it so it can be easy just to um, kind of get stuff done to get it done but it's always been evident in your work early on and even now um, that you do take it seriously and it matters to you and you follow a lot more than you need to, you know, you could, you could stay silo yeah. in Kentucky football and that would be, you know, very much acceptable to work at Kentucky sports radio. But I know that your cover stems far, far beyond that. And um, I'll be very anxious to see Adam, maybe what we'll have to catch up after this football season or maybe mid season and um, just see how much your brain's spinning or if you're able to balance those, because I know that, um, you know, you challenging yourself to do that from all the conferences, um, that's a lot of capacity for sure. Yeah. Uh, this was very much a labor of love. Um, mm-hmm. It started out like that. Um, some people thought I was working full time before I actually worked full time. Right. Um, even maybe my former employees <laughs> thought, <laughs> thought that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've worked very hard to get where I am. It's taken a little bit of luck, some good fortune. Um, like Taylor's been a great support system for me. Um, there was definitely like high points and low points throughout this process. Um, so I wouldn't be here with, if it wasn't for her and now, you know, starting a family is definitely a little different. And I think with anything, it's that just getting older in general, Drew, like time management is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's, well, I mean, you know, you've got kids, what, what are, whatever it is, there's only so much, you only have so much time in a day. You only have so much time in a week. You only have so much time in a month and there's, there's checks and balances that you got to hit, right? Like you have to, you have, there's some, some stuff you have to do to make sure like you're keeping your mental right. So, so stuff that make sure you're mental, like that you can relax and stuff, but you also got to make sure you're spending enough time doing this, that work around the house, um, spending time uh, with your loved ones, all, family time with your extended family, all of that, plus work that comes on top of it. And that's been, I think the biggest challenge for me is just, keeping my time management and keeping that uh, keep staying on top of that, making sure I have design windows when I need to get stuff done and when I need to do other stuff. Um, So I I think that's the biggest thing for me. That has been probably the biggest adjustment for me um, because I am very committed to my work. um, So it's, but I can't, you know, I can't do it all the time 24 seven, not only for people around me, but just the burnout aspect as well. Um, You don't want that to ever come into play. Yeah, I 100% feel that, too. And just like you mentioned, I think all, almost all of these, when we do, you know, behind a, a, a media member, or a man or woman, there's usually a spouse at home that's always very supportive of that, especially when people are getting going, because 
on the surface, when you're kind of getting started doing this stuff, it's like, oh, what, you're just watching football all the time? Is that what you're doing? Are you going, you know, going to the football game? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it takes a little bit. And I think that, um, you know, as you get going, you know, people that are close to you do realize that it's it's working capacity. And like, same for me. I mean, I'm very, very fortunate to have a such a supportive wife. I mean, what, my wife's in there now with the twins and who knows what's going on, but she knew we had the podcast today. She was, you know, always supportive of it. So that is crucial. And you guys will find ways to, ways to make it work. But um, I will say though, that I promise you, Adam, now the, uh, the New Mexico state opponents and things like that, yeah. um, when, you know, when you have the, the family dynamic going home, become, become less exciting. But like you said, they're both labors of love. So um, you're so fortunate with your job and, you know, balancing that family time, like you mentioned that, um, yeah, like the best of both worlds. Like you're not yeah. stuck in that cubicle, like yeah. you mentioned. Yeah, I get, yeah. I mean, for me, uh, when I was set out to do this, it was a lot of it was driven by um, I felt like I was so close to like breaking in full time and, and doing what I'm doing now, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was definitely moments of where it's like, uh, do I need to be doing this? I'm investing a lot of time in this without much um, financial reward. I'm not doing it to be like I'm not doing this to make a lot of money, but, sure. you know, you, you have to make a living and you do have to provide. Um and I think I get a lot of that too. Like you just said, Oh, well, what do you have to do tomorrow? Watch football. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I get to do what I love, but it's still like, you still, it's still time out of your day and it's work. Um, football game. That'll be nights where I don't get home to three in the morning for a seven thirty kickoff. Yep. And that's what's tough about me for those. And I even said that looking at a lot of our early game times is that it's not just Saturday. Like it takes away all that Sunday. Like even, even right. if you can drag yourself out of bed, you know, at a decent time in the morning, I just feel like I'm always kind of sluggish. So um, right. I know those, those it's awesome because the atmosphere they create, but yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Cause that, that ends up eating up the whole weekend. Yeah. So, you know, I never want to get to a point. I never wanted to be the grumpy media guy mm-hmm. um, who complained about night kickoffs, um, who complained about, you know, X, Y, Z, not giving them access. You just, you, you use the job to complain. Because I do realize like how cool this job is. Like there is some really cool stuff. Like I was Kentucky went to Georgia last year. College game day was there. Uh, we go to college game day. We walk around just taking the environment. And then we go on the field. The teams are warming up. I'm just standing there on the sideline when it's number one Georgia, the eventual national champion, facing you know one of the best Kentucky teams we've seen in recent memory. And I, I, I'm I'm there on the field. Mm-hmm. So you have those pinch me moments. Like man, this is. Like twelve year old me would have thought this was so so damn cool, um, and I, I and thirty three year old me still realizes that this is pretty cool. You know, there's a there's definitely some work that comes with it, um, but it just overall it's a it's a pretty cool gig, and there is pros and cons just like with everything. But for me, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. But you do have to you have to keep notice of making sure you're checking all the boxes you need to be checked, whether it's work or at home or with loved ones. Um, and keeping keeping every, the important things important, right? And making sure you're not, you know, you're you're spending your time wisely, and that you're not overextending yourself. It can be very easy, I think, um, especially in this line of work, to really overextend yourself. You know, you're mm-hmm. no one's Superman. You only have like so much time. Um, you can only run on so much few hours of sleep and all of that to be to be the person you want to be. So you gotta um, you gotta you gotta make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do, and not and know know your bounds, know your limits. Um, in all of that 
Well, one nice thing for you is that I've made this comment several times, but anybody that does any type of stuff like this, blogging, writing, working for whatever, if that comes out in a group setting, the very immediate first immediate question is KSR. Do you work for KSR? So KSR, it's like KSR. So you have the the fortune of, you know, kind of nodding your head like, yes, it is KSR, even though I would think that, you know, most people at that point, you're kind of one of the full time uh, flagship guys for, you know, the by far the biggest media outlet that does this. So that that even is a you know, nice element for you too, that, that you've not only made it, but, um, you know, with KSR, obviously highly, highly desirable position. Yeah. The, the working for that brand, um, definitely, definitely helped uh, me kind of early in my career. Right. Like it was a lot different before I started working at KSR, like trying to, to build up and mm-hmm. trying to create like a name for me, for myself in this space. Um, and working for KSR eventually, you know, we're partners with on three now, which is kind of this rising college sports website mm-hmm. that's created it's a good opportunity for me, created a full-time opportunity um, pretty quickly once on three got involved. And then um, we're just doing some cool stuff with them. Um, our YouTube stuff has been kind of the big thing we're pushing right now. Um, I'm, I'm sure people have seen, I'm sure people are sick of um, whoever reads my stuff of me asking you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, but, like there's, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff there. I think live podcasts, live shows, um, some stuff we're going to provide. It's pretty cool. Like, and for me, like that's, you know, it's not TV, but it kind of is TV, right? Like your face is on a camera and you're talking about, you know, ball on, on and people are actually going out of their way to watch you talk about it. So they don't let Nick Roush get on the camera. do they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We let Nick get on there. Yeah. Oh, wow. And there's a lot of ball jokes, I'm sure are thrown his way. But, like, a lot of this, like, this job, a lot of it for me is I go back to just, like, 10-year-old Adam when I was writing stats in a notebook, um, when I was just, like, obsessed with the sports page. I had to read it every day. Um, like, to me, like, that I do this now, it's just, like, it's it's just pretty. I mean, obviously, this was a dream for me. And now to have it fulfilled, it's just kind of – I mean, it's, it's just really cool. And I don't want to come off as, like, you know uh, – Mr. Braggadocious of, of you know shoving that down people's throat, but I do I do realize at the same time like I was very fortunate in how it all broke out. There was a lot of hard work involved, um, but I don't ever want to forget like how cool it is to do what I get to do. And I do I wake up every morning and I appreciate that every day because I've been in jobs where I I you know Drew I just despise going to work. Right, mm-hmm. my whole weekend was a lot of time spent about thinking about God I gotta. I don't want one day to get here, you know, you know, and it's just like, and then you don't, when you get like in a mindset like that, you don't even really enjoy your time off. Mm -hmm. Your whole time off is just thinking about like you, like you're just thinking about, God, it's only, you know, I only got two more days until I have to go to work. It's one more day until I have to go to work. Oh, when I go to sleep tonight, when I wake up, I'm going back to work. Um, And so to have, to have have that yin and yang, to have that and to have what I have now, I just feel very, very fortunate. Good, man. Yeah, I couldn't have said any better. And I, I'm with you. I kind of chase those um, pinch me moments, uh, just euphoric moments. I was between the hedges this year. That was right. like obviously one of the I mean, even just talking about it sometimes. So I definitely chase those moments and work. And I think uh, my family knows that, too. That's why I do all the work in between is to kind of get some of those opportunities. And yeah, you're right, man. Us, us early onish guys um, remain humble, which is always nice. But so we got Adam Luckett from Kentucky Sports Radio, um, almost game week. So it was an awesome time to have him on the dad podcast. But let's rapid fire some of the normal dad pod questions real quick, Adam. Um, first, what about so in your normal like weekly routine, do you drink more coffee, soda or alcohol? 
Coffee for sure. Big coffee guy. What do you like? Iced coffee all day type thing or what? Just uh, straight black coffee. Um, I'm no, no frills in that in that zone. If but I'm out, man. If I'm out, like a, a, a black coffee from Dunkin' is like my favorite. Um, but at home, it's strictly Folgers. Um, I it, I got it had gotten bad. I tried to kick it back, and I was doing a pretty good job per week of cutting back coffee, maybe like three to four or five cups. But since uh, Baker came, it's been to at least two cups per day, um, almost every day. Um, so definitely, definitely coffee there. And I would say beer number two, and then not big. I, I, soda was huge growing up, but not so much anymore. I'll have one every now and then, but that that is def that was that one's definitely in dead last. So I have like some news for the dad podcast, definitely bad for my health. So it's kind of a weird trajectory here, a weird um, order of operations. But once my twins were born, I actually kind of started on more of a fitness journey. Like, you know, I'm spending a lot more time at home, taking some time off work. So I'm like, I got to, you know, get in better shape. One, because you have to be for the kids, to be honest, up and down, up and down, all that stuff. So I've been going to the gym, hitting it, feeling great. But Big Blue Drew learned about the Sip Club from Panera. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Sip Club, Adam, but it's basically like 10 bucks a month and you can get unlimited drinks, like literally any drink they have, like aside from a smoothie or something. But the real key part for me is that like it's loopable with a free, like with a trial for any email. So you're basically, it's just free. Like, so I have, but I think, I think maybe the first month is free, no matter just, and you could just start a new email the next month if you want, or you know, you could, I guess, be more honest about it and pay the $10. But I've been so bad. I've just been sitting here like, ah, oh, going to get Dr. Peppers and lemonades and just whatever strikes the need. You just hit the app, walk in, pick up your own cup. So that could be really dangerous for me. But um, I've also found a, a lot of value in it. Yeah, you um, just the caffeine in general, it's um, you just have to have it right now, yeah. especially with the newborn. I don't know. You, you, you can tell me as they get a little older, but um, getting up every day and getting getting the baby ready but then you know you have to start working at some point to get you a little little extra oomph for the caffeine cut yeah it like it like passes the time too and i crack up because uh if you follow me or anything on twitter you know i'm like dr pepper brand ambassador huge dr pepper yeah fan. i'm with i'm with you right there that is my number one clear number one if i'm going soda i'm going dr pepper and their marketing is just like so genius because mm-hmm. they're that commercial like if we really like i know that with the little guy it's like uh it's so silly but yeah. at, the, at the same time, it's like you really think, but that is how I treat my day. of telling, like, you know what I do? I do deserve to drive up Panera and snag me a Dr. Pepper because I did X, Y, Z. It's going to pass yeah. my day. It's going to give me that pick me up. So well done, Dr. Pepper. They just they just never. Um, and, and they sponsor. They're the biggest sponsor of the SEC. So, I mean, just yeah. they, they just check all the boxes there. Go ahead. The uh, Larry, the um, for the call when they they do a lot of college football stuff and Larry Culpepper was like, the vendor and he said he invented the playoff or whatever mm-hmm. i thought those commercials were hilarious yeah they were really good they were man they really took up and when i first saw this new round i kind of thought they were silly but like i said then when i really like yeah they grown on me and, and then i was like man yeah those are kind of nice all right uh, let's keep rapid firing here um nicknames what about nicknames growing up uh i gotta assume you had some some probably good ones any that stick um back then or now uh no not really uh a lot of people like in high school, everybody just called me by my last name. Um, literally everyone I went to high school with. Yeah, I was going to assume too, I, anytime you have like any good fortune that someone observed, they're probably like, Oh, you're lucky. Lucky. Or, you know, I mean, yeah. Like I mean, everybody, like if I see any of the guys I played football with in high school, it's all just luck it. 
Fuck it. Yeah. I, I don't even know if half of them know my first name. Yeah, that's a big football thing. Oh, well, I didn't even. I don't even know. Where did you grow up? Are you? Do you live in Louisville? You're from yeah, Louisville. Born and raised in Louisville. Went to St. X. Okay. Graduated from St. X. Uh, went to UK for a couple of years. Moved back home. Finished up at U of L. Graduated. Gotcha. Okay. That's a very um. That is a very five hundred two journey right there. That's very. <laughs> yeah, I, st- I stuck to the book there. I, there's <laughs> yeah. not much. There's not much. Uh, there's. I'm one of. Uh, I'm one of an army of people that have done that for right. sure. Um, all right, let's see. What about uh, kind of an early on question we always used to ask and it kind of got played out, but uh, TV or movie dads, any TV movie dads that you just either A, really like or um, B, you know, kind of see yourself in? Oh, that's a good one. Um, King of Queens. The, well, I guess it's good a good one, but he is a dad. Okay, okay. Either way, yeah, oh, they're both great. That is, that is pretty Fun. yeah arthur so arthur from king of queens that's great i've been slowly kind of like because i keep saying i'm very similar to ray romano now from everybody Loves yes Brandon that was i was gonna name that one because our family down at mine is different but growing up we had a kind of a ray romano thing because my my mom's parents lived with me and my uh. family growing up forever and so the whole thing with ray romano gotcha. it's just kind of the opposite side right but it uh-huh. was kind of similar it was how, you know, Ray's parents pretty much live with them. They yeah. live next door. And that's how it, it was with my dad and my, my mom's side of the family. All of them live within like a block and they were always at my dad's house. My dad was always like, you know, joking about how, you know, dealing with the in-laws because he lived with them and all that. So that, that one, that one sticks out to me as well. That's very similar. Yeah. For me, he has the twins, a toddler and does the yeah, sports writing. That's right. So that's yeah. always, but I'm, I'm, uh, even though I have great in-laws or, and parents, I'm fortunate enough to, uh, to avoid that, I got my own space. Uh, what about a very important question? If you're from Louisville, what end of town did you grow up in? Yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma, so like the south okay. end of town. Um, born and raised southeast, um, so it's a little yeah, different than uh, right. Well, yeah, we still give you the south end credit. I went to more high school, a lot of time spent in Oklahoma, so yeah, very I mean, I cool. Live, moved to Fern Creek. We've been living in Fern Creek for seven years. Uh, but so, good plug yeah. on okay, okay, good plug on King of Queens though. That one's that's why I said I kind of had to stop doing the TV dad because. Uncle Phil, Al Bundy, they were just like runaways every time. Um, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say I like maybe as a dad. I, I'd have to think who I would like, who I relate to. Um, like, um, but like, yeah, the Al Bundy. Um, I don't know if you ever watched According to Jim with Jim I haven't Belushi. Seen that one. No, I haven't seen that. I know it's a like, really popular network show, though. That one always um, – I, I related to that one for a guy that he has – you know, he's surrounded by girls. Mm. Um and so, like that, that one always like I, I got, I kind of like understood why he is the way he was, and I always thought that was a very funny show. Yo, um, you'll be the opposite. I've been teasing my wife, so yeah. obviously, when my daughter's, uh, you know, it'll go by fast. And you know, four or five years, she'll probably be out of the nest, and then she'll be here with myself and the three boys. So, um, w- without getting too graphic, I've been teasing her just about like yeah. the disgusting messes she'll be kind of cleaning throughout the teenage years and mm-hmm. and things of that nature because there'll be th- three smells boys she's never even smelled before she'll be so, going into yeah so that's funny um all right adam luckett from kentucky sports radio appreciate you so much man we kind of start uh getting into maybe a, a couple more things and wrap it up a little bit um let's see oh so i have a good question that i wanted to ask you because you'd be you no no better person to pick their brain on this so i, I think i've asked a few dads on this and a very polarizing topic um, and that is, are you going to let your kid play football? Encourage that. Yes, but and one thing I don't want to do, 
um, is I don't want, I feel like my kid, like everyone I know and even family and friends are all going to be like, Oh, your dad's the football dude. Like your dad knows all this about football. You must know everything about football. Yada, yada, yada. I don't want, I I want them to like do stuff they enjoy doing Mm -hmm. Um, because I found something I enjoy doing and I've made a career out of it. And it was, you know, it took a lot of hard work, but once I got there, it was like one of the coolest things ever. So I don't want to force them to do anything, you know, if they went and played football and they played at St. X, like me and my dad and my brother did that. Yes. That would be, that would be (laughs) very, very cool. Like to have all those shared experiences. Right. But I don't, I don't want to force them to do anything, but you know, like when they're younger, I am going to put them in, or I will put Baker in multiple things. Just try out, see stuff he likes. Mm-hmm. I do think there is value in playing sports as a kid. You know, it's the closest thing I think you can really get to having work when you're nine years old, right? Yeah. Like you got to go to practice. Um, uh-huh. You got to do this. You got to play in games. You're committed to something bigger than yourself, um, which I think are all valuable lessons. And it's just good for you to get out of the house, get out of your mom's hair. Sure. I am. I'm kind of now that like hearing you talk through that. So I'm kind of concerned about that um, just as my boys get older, because one thing I loved about being a girl dad and my, and my wife told me this, I never really noticed is that um, I struggle with like empathy, like for like anything, but my daughter really makes like brings out compassion in me, especially yeah. anything with her. So like, it would be a no brainer. You know, if I took her to volleyball and the girl was me and she left home crying, I you say, you never had to go back. But for some reason, I feel like with my sons, like I just look back at my own thing. And I remember there was a, a couple of days I took a lick in at practice and maybe it was a little scared to go back um, or whatever the next day. And my dad really pushed me to do that. And at the time, mm-hmm. um, myself and probably others around thought he was mean or, you know, being too hard on us. Um, but, you know, now being an adult, like I needed a lot of those moments. Right. And I, especially with the sports, man. And I was talking to um I think it came up because kind of like just wide. I just saw where the number one volleyball player in the state that's committed to Texas just like said she's not playing her senior year. I don't know if you saw that this year. She goes to no, Assumption, just walked in and said she wasn't having fun and stopped doing it. So, yeah, um, but, you know, specialization of sports too, burnout can be real. Yep. Um, I, I go ahead. I get why people, I get why you want to do it. And then, especially if you have a kid that just loves one sport early, they could just want to focus on that and. You know, there's there is some value, I think, in if you're a baseball player playing as much baseball as you can. Sure. I know if you're a, if you're a quarterback, days, it's all doing, you get a year round. If you're a quarterback, there's value in having a personalized trainer, training for seven on seven stuff. Because if you're good enough to potentially make it in college recruiting, um, a lot of that seven on seven stuff is going to be a separator for you. Um, so I, I get why there's there is value in it, but I. Burnout stuff is real, man, you know. Oh, I know. So you, the, the reason I was kind of bringing it up was so, so um, you know, talking about as long as, you know, my li- along the lines of my children wanting to quit things that they've started and really having that balancing act of like, is this really not for them? You know, are they, am I pushing mm-hmm. them to do something they don't want to do? Or are they just a kid and kids, you know, throw their hands up and say, I quit sometimes. I had a JV, my JV basketball coach, which I'm, um, it was much harder to like follow the disciplinary requirements to play on our varsity team. Right. But at JV, it was kind of more like, let's walk down the hall. <laughs> you know, right. we got a game say, so it, that was quite enjoyable. And he always had a mantra that he'd let you quit once. <laughs> Cause I said, you know, I've been <laughs> at practice and I've stormed out. And I even remember um, there was times my senior year where it probably had 
a parent or somebody not pulled me back in, I might've made a decision that like I regret it forever. So that'll be a big balancing act with the boys is like, um, you know, pushing them into things that I think they'll be glad I did. Um, but at the same time, like you said, not being that overbearing sports dad, it's, it has all these expectations for their son. Yeah. Uh, I don't really do, want to do that. The one thing I do, and I'm sure you've been through this Drew, if someone, if like, I want, uh, my kids coach to know what the hell they're doing. Right. Right. Like, don't be a dumbass. Um, and do it. Like they, this should be fun. You know, even mm -hmm. if their team sucks. Right. Like, my opinion a, with that is about having been, fun. And again, that, that could change, I think with girls and boys, because my opinion straight up with um, my daughter has always been morals. If I go there and the coach, you know, if I would let Lily, you know, go over her house and, hang out with the coach and, you know, learn from them, their mannerisms, the way that they treat people. Um, I'm all for it. They can do it. But I've pulled her off teams that were good and probably had great, um, you know, on between the lines instructions because it was, you know, fighting and, you know, just things that I didn't agree with um, that I would right. never want to be in there. But who knows, you know, when I have my boys, I might be more, uh, more stubborn and, and siloed and thinking that, um, yeah, you know, I just see most important. Well, especially with football, um, like it's a hard game to play. Let alone you got to, you do have to be kind of a special. Like it's not natural to do what you want to do. I would say on a football field, just like it's not natural to stand in a battery's box or whatever. But it's just you know you're actually physically hitting people, and that is your job to play in and play out. Um, so you just have to be careful with that. Do not um, – because there's drills out there that I see some young teams doing that they should not be doing. We see it on Twitter all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't – you know, you have to be careful with that because um, you can be – I think kids can be turned off in football very early if it's not done the right way. Well, you'll love this. I've, I've told this many times on the Dad podcast, but there's that meme um, or that picture where like uh, – you know, I always forget the name of the drill, but, you know, they're like laying down, you jump up and you smash in football. Yes. Yeah, um, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. and there, there's a meme that says, like, you know, it's a picture of that drill about to start, and it's like, this drill's been making basketball players for decades. Yeah. And that is exactly what happened to me, 100%. Like, we got to the age where, man, I love the games. I would go out and war every day, but, like, once I got old enough to where I was getting drilled in practice every day, I was like, ah, I think I'm just going to play some basketball. So I always thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about youth football and what it should be, what it should look like. Um, I think we, we for, we forced tackling way too soon. Like eight year old mm -hmm. should not be playing tackle football. Like what are we, I mean, why um, they should be learning. Like you should learn like, really that at that age, you should be having fun and learning like what football takes. Like it's 11 players on the field. Um, this is this position. Right, this right, is that right. position. This is, you know, this is what we're trying to do on defense. This is what we're trying to do on offense. This is our play. You know, you don't need to. Um, it's like a toughness contest at eight years it, old. It's not, yeah, we're not out here trying to make, you know, um, Iron Man for games of, for Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Like we, this is just, you want to fall, you know, fall in love with football. And then as you start getting bigger, more maturing, 11 and 12 is really kind of the years you should probably start playing. You should get a couple years under your belt before you get into high school. One of my biggest issues. But I see like six-year-old tackle football and I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, what are yeah. we doing out here? It's, um, yeah, no, I, I would totally agree about that. And one thing about youth sports and sports in general that just like gets under my skin, especially around the AU basketball scene is like, 
We can never yeah. let a child play in the moment and in the level of where they're at. If you're playing eight-year-old football and a kid's dominating, you know, everybody in the stands is like, oh, he, he'll, he ain't going to do that in nine-year-olds. Or he ain't going to do that in juniors. Or, it, you know, when you're in college, you're not going to get away with that. And, like, it just always frustrates me. I'm like, just let them be the best 14-year-olds, like, and just let them enjoy this moment. So um, mm-hmm. I know that's something, too, that's like, it's, you know, especially with tackle football because it's like, you know, there can be a 200-pound eight-year-old or something. You know, they're like just the way kids grow and stuff, it's usually, yeah. um, you know, those studs that are just yeah. like – A lot of people – it just, it shouldn't be getting serious until you start getting on varsity high school level. Um, that's when, you know, you want to talk about like getting serious and all that. But until then, it's all about – you need to be building a foundation um, in younger kids. And I know that's kind of hard because it is – you do want to win – um, and this the participate pace and trophy trophy aspect and all that, but they're de- de- like sports in general, they're supposed to be fun, man. Like that's why you do it. You know, that's why we sit down and watch sports. It's fun. And I, and that's why people, you should play fun. And I think we, that needs, that needs to be the main, keep the main thing, the main thing while, while kids are growing and finding out what they like and don't like. Did you play at St. X with Justin Jeffries? Yeah, I was a year older than me. I was going to say, I thought so. He's, he's been on here many times. Cool, cool. Yeah. That's very nice. All right, well, let's start wrapping up, man. I know it's, um, like I said, going to be a busy weekend as we head into game week. So, uh, Adam, thanks so much. Kentucky Sports Radio, obviously, you guys all probably know where to find that stuff, but you can um, check out his stuff um, specifically on Twitter and then the uh, 11 Personnel Podcast. I know if you want a football podcast, especially – um, probably no better time of the year to make that recommendation. So I'm sure those are just on Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, what's the other one? Spotify. And then definitely yeah. I know the YouTube channels is huge in the on three KSR world right now. So do you want to tell everybody um, what the search for to look for that YouTube page? Yeah, just you go um, you just go to YouTube, type in KSR Kentucky Sports Radio. It should pop up. You'll see the little KSR logo um, right there. I'll have all our videos. And if you subscribe to it, um, then when you go to YouTube, everything will just pop. All the new stuff will pop up on your your little news feed right on your homepage. Um, and then for the podcast, 11 Personnel, once a week. I think the plan right now, Drew, every Wednesday night, um, me and Nick Roush are going to be recording 7 o'clock live on YouTube. Um, that's still got to be finalized. I'm not, it's not permanent yet, but that's what it's looking like. So you can catch us live or it'll be in your podcast feed, whether Apple, Spotify, whatever you use as soon, um, on Thursday morning. So weekly podcast and then – of course, all of our game coverage weekly KSR will be we'll be busy at work over these next, you know, 12, 13, 14 weeks, but very excited about it. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, let's wind up with our uh, dad jokes. You can go first, Adam. Oh, a dad joke. Uh, oh, I've got a good one here. So, like, my parents at Turkey at, at Thanksgiving, they'll have like a turkey and they'll they'll throw carrots and celery and stuff in it and bake it just like add juices to the turkey right okay so i go around i go and i tell my wife and i tell some other people i said look before we kill this turkey we fed him carrots and lettuce and we before we shot him so he would taste better <laughs> so so that that is my, my my wife could get mad at me because when i get a joke like that i will tell it 12 15 times if i think it's funny even if I other could people see, don't you think could, it's you could find the right person that would totally like be to- be really bought into that too and just be yeah. like oh that's great fresh that you know <laughs> farm to table that's that <laughs> makes it better yeah <laughs> yeah so, so that, one, right. that one always pops up when i think that joke mine's uh my dad joke's pretty pretty fitting this week i had to even like get a couple of weeks removed because man the the thought of my boys getting the circumcision, I'm sure for every dad, like that is just so challenging to think about them going down to the room to do that and then caring for it after. Um, thankfully, we're kind of out of there. But 
Um, so my joke centers around that. So what is the oldest that you can be to get a circumcision? I really need to know the cutoff date. Boom. All right. Kentucky dad pod. <laughs> We're just ending it out. Never uh, the cornier, the better. So thanks again, Adam. I know everybody um, appreciate your work. So probably it's great to get to know you um, a little bit better. And I know I'm really, really excited. Heck a week from tomorrow. Um, I guess I'll see you in person. That's right, man. Can't wait. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate everybody. Check out the Kentucky dad pod on Twitter at Kentucky dad pod. And then as always, um, I see a blue. I'll have all your coverage this week um, and, and beyond. Thanks. And we'll check everyone next time.